0: Hello everyone, this is Nurse Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net and today we're going to be talking about pulmonary embolisms otherwise known as PE. A PE occurs when one or more of the pulmonary arteries in the patient's lungs have become blocked. It is possible that the pulmonary embolism was a result of a blood clot or a clot that migrated to the lungs from the legs or even another part of the body these clots from another part of the body are called a DVT otherwise known as deep vein thrombosis since a pulmonary embolism usually always happens with deep vein thrombosis the two conditions together are referred to as a venous thromboembolism while cancer immobility and surgery increase the risk of developing a pulmonary embolism anyone can develop a PE Signs and symptoms. Depending on how much of the lung is involved, the signs and symptoms can vary greatly, especially if the patient has an underlying heart or lung disease. Some of the hallmark signs and symptoms include a cough, the patient may have bloody or blood streaked sputum, shortness of breath, it will appears suddenly and then worsens with any exertion chest pain may get worse on exertion and does not go away even if the patient is resting may have pleurisy, which pleurisy basically is pain with deep breathing they may also have leg pain and it's usually in the calf the affected calf may also have some swelling we have some other signs and symptoms signs cyanosis uh, dizziness or lethargy rapid or irregular heartbeat And even sweating the causative factors usually a blood clot will break off and land into an artery in the lungs the most common origin is in the deep veins of the legs however these blood clots can actually come from other parts of the body known as DVTs again or deep vein thrombosis It's important to point out that the blockages can form from other substances in your body that travel and block the arteries in the lungs. Examples would be air bubbles, fat from broken long bone marrow, pieces of tumors. A patient will not usually have a single pulmonary embolism. Usually there are multiple clots. The lung tissue that has a blocked artery will not get the needed blood supply and may die if this happens there is less oxygen supply to the rest of the body the risk factors of pulmonary embolism well prolonged immobility long travel especially sitting in the same position as like a long plane ride or car ride will slow blood flow down which helps form clots in your legs prolonged bed rest being confined to bed due to illness will actually cause venous flow to be reduced, and the blood will pull in the lower extremities. Medical history. Cancers such as pancreatic, lung, ovarian, and other types of cancers with metastases can also increase the level of material and substance that can help form blood clots. There are certain medications that are used for cancers that can also increase the risk of blood clots. Actually, chemotherapy will also increase this risk. Heart disease. Cloth can form with a history of cardiovascular disease and hypertension. Surgery. Surgery is actually the largest causes of formations of blood clots. The risk increases depending on how long the patient is immobile, especially in the operating room. Some patients will be given medications before and after surgery to prevent blood clot formation. Other risks. Pregnancy. A fetus pressing on the veins in the pelvis can actually slow down blood from the legs. Smoking can predispose a patient to blood clot formation. Being overweight, obesity also increases the risk of blood clot formation. Estrogen. Clotting factors in the blood may be increased with hormone replacement therapy and or use of birth control pills. Diagnosis. Diagnosis is usually made by a CAT scan. A blood test called D-dimer. Chest x-ray will be done to rule out any other illnesses that may mimic the signs and symptoms of a pulmonary embolism. An ultrasound will be done to check for clots in the legs. A VQ lung scan will show ventilation and perfusion in the lungs. An MRI is usually done for those patients who cannot have contrast dye. And examples of those patients would be a pregnant patient or a renal patient. A pulmonary angiogram well, this is actually one of the most accurate ways to diagnose a PE, however, it is very invasive. Treatments, medications, anticoagulants. Anticoagulants are blood thinners that prevent new clot formation. And thrombolytics. Now this medication is used to dissolve existing clots. For both of these, please watch for bleeding. Medical procedures. A vein filter. And you guys may see it also known as an IVC filter, which stands for inferior vena cava filter. This is placed in the inferior vena cava, as the name says. Blood clots are blocked from going into the lungs. Surgery. Lard clots may need to be removed via surgical procedures. Complications. A pulmonary embolism can cause pulmonary hypertension in pulmonary hypertension the blood flow in the lungs on the right side of the patient's heart is just way too high so the heart actually has to work harder to get blood through these vessels it's important to note that approximately one-third of the patients with untreated and undiagnosed pulmonary embolisms may not survive as this is a life-threatening condition if a patient does however receive prompt medical treatment their chances of survival increases dramatically So, guys, this is Nurse Anna coming to you from nursestudy.net. I hope this little blip on pulmonary embolisms, or PE, has helped you with your understanding of this disease process. If you have any questions, please email us at nursestudynet at gmail.com. And if you want us to put up another podcast for another disease process, again, just email us or let us know via our website. You guys have a great day.